morning, shitlords. Good morning, motherfuckers. How's it going, shitlords and lab attendants and general public because fuck you? And yes, hi. <laughs> I am Ron. I am Drew. And this, for the first time in our radio broadcasting yeah. history. In 15 plus years for me and Ron, damn near 20. Yep. We are doing a morning drive show. On Sunday morning. Folks, folks, just turn off Fox News and meet the press and all that stuff. It's up to us. <laughs> um, we won't lie to you. And, and also, I know it's already 10 a.m. Uh, on the East Coast, but you still got an hour, uh, uh, you know, starting Central and going out. Um, it's good to listen to us and then go to church. <laughs> listen to the porch factor and then ask forgiveness from God. <laughs> We're going to be going until one in the afternoon on East Coast time. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So the Catholics are already boned because they're there right now. <laughs> no, they, they may be getting home from church right about now, depending if they take the early service. Or exactly. Not. They also had Saturday night, you know, uh, you know, Roman Catholics love their Saturday night mass. Mm-hmm. So not know. every week. No. <laughs> the only time I ever did Saturday night mass is either it was Christmas Eve or Easter. Well, we usually did Saturday night in this household. My grandmother, though, was Sunday morning religiously. Yeah, it's funny I was Sunday to say morning all way. the time. Like, yeah, yeah. My grandmother, she <laughs> get the f out of her way. It's like, oh, what are we doing? She goes, I'm going to church. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I totally forgot it was Sunday, and she just give you that look like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Bet you did forget it was Sunday, didn't you? Yeah. So welcome to the show, ladies and gents. As yeah, you can folks, see. yeah, welcome to the coffee edition. Yeah, we're we're caffeinated, not a not, <laughs> not alcohol. Yes, we're not drunk. We're sleeping <laughs> still. We're not drunk. We're drowsy. Yes, <laughs> we're waking up. <laughs> and that's also why I went with a lights on kind of uh, attitude for the the lighting in here, because yeah. I I am in the the um the vault. As it were, the bunker. The bunker. <laughs> the bunker. <laughs> it's uh, uh, you know, when it's all turned off and stuff, it's like, all right, it's nighttime. You know, as soon as the show's done, I'm gonna go to bed. And nope. now I'm like, no, I need to lighten it up. I don't have a, I don't have a window in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about it originally having this be the live room, yeah. and having the other, the actual bedroom be the control room, just so it had a window in it. You know, to kind of chill. But here's the problem. In the summer, this room gets hotter than fuckzors. And there's no solution for it. Like there's the 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 um air circulation in this piece is not that great. So you get a drum set in here jamming out mm. like a boss and whoever's in here this is going to be a sauna and playing drums in a sauna is n- counterintuitive into what we would in the tropics yes yeah not (laughs) not good times bad times in fact it's manual labor yes oh don't do that drew 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 Mm. drew holy shit drew 
We're in our fucking high school years again because Blink's back. Blink <laughs> is fucking back, bro. <laughs> okay, so Tom has rejoined the band because I remember there was something with Lollapalooza a few years ago and there was somebody else singing for him. Oh, yeah, they've been touring with uh, uh, with another person for years yeah. and years now. Yeah, I remember watching that at Lollapalooza on YouTube or wherever it was, and I was like, this doesn't feel like Blink. It wasn't. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's- it, it, <laughs> no. And, Mark and, and Travis are great, but it's like without Tom, it's not the same. Yeah, it just isn't. And, you know, for those who don't know the story, basically Tom went off his rocker. Um, and, you know, he, he was wanting to do his own thing, but then he was also talking about like fucking UFOs and shit. And he, he went, he went a little berserko. And the band, they just, Tom's, grew, work, Tom's working some shit out for a little while. They, they just, they, they didn't want to work with each other at that point. Right. So, um, later, you know, uh, Mark and Trav were just like, you know, hey, we need to get, you know, we need to help him out. We need to do stuff for him because he was still dealing yeah. with stuff. And they kind of hooked up with him and they were doing, you know, some stuff and then they were talking. And then finally they were just like, all right, let's let's get this back together. So they wrote a fucking album <laughs> and now they're going out on a worldwide tour worldwide let's wait let's wait until after the world goes crazy then it's like you know what fuck it that's what it takes to bring us back together (laughs) and i swear if blink 182 is the reason that we all don't go into world war (laughs) three then gentlemen uh nobel peace prizes and guitar solos 100 percent, 100 percent. so the reason that i bring this up uh uh first oh that was the wrong way i want to go you know down not up that's what she said uh the reason i said that is because i do want to play their newest latest and greatest song i didn't get a chance to actually see the video yesterday i was busy doing other stuff so, yeah. you know the crazy thing about this song is fucker is two minutes and 45 seconds long it's about the same as it's a their punk usual song fare, yeah it's, it's, yeah standard fare for them yeah standard 90s 2000s punk rock song not red standard book 20 years ago blink 182 that we all know and love yes yeah. It, you know, it's it's not Red Book. It's not supposed to be. I was going to say, they, they probably might be singing in a slightly lower octave now, but I don't know. Not not too terribly or much. I mean, key, yeah, yeah they, they, they probably went down a full step. Yeah. I mean, it's, most artists have to, especially when you're starting in, you know, you're you're around 20 or so, your early 20s. Your yeah. voice is going to change a lot. Well, Hell, I, you want to see what that talks about, folks? Just listen to what we sounded like 15 years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. Listen to the old shows, the original versions of the show from 14, 15 years ago. Not talking like Ooh, this. do we sound different? Nobody has a low <laughs> voice. And they were like, oh, you have a great voice for radio. I was like, well, I'm missing like like an entire octave down we, we need we need we need to drink and smoke a lot more to yes. sound correct yes yes <laughs> and and I'm 15 correct. years of working in the real world just to piss us off to the point where it's like <laughs> all right fine we've we've had the the life force beaten out of us now we sound like we're ready for radio you know i read something somewhere just recently that uh people our age who have as much disdain for human life were apparently uh supposed to be serial killers I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, it, it, it's it's gonna be like, oh yeah, remember the movie Seven? You remember Kevin Spacey's character? He just got completely disillusioned with society, and just like, I, I used to think that fucker was crazy. <laughs> just like, you, you know, <laughs> maybe the man had a point, right? It's like, oh, <laughs> eh, I, yeah. Wait, I remember that backstory that Joaquin Phoenix did. 
Joker. Oh, okay. Disconnected. Everybody's nuts. Everybody hates me. So fuck them. Just shoot the yeah. motherfuckers, and we'll be funny like, about fuck it. Fuck the world. But by the way, the yeah. second the second one has started filming. Oh God, there's another one. Wow. Joker two has started filming. You know, if you keep the sequels I, I, I that close, out, they got to recoup the money they lost on Batgirl when they decided, all right, we're not even going to release this. Yeah, <laughs> we spent ninety million dollars making this movie, and it was like, hey, you know what? Nobody needs to see this. Yeah, <laughs> it oh. exists on our balance sheet. <laughs> you know, and and some of the the decisions they make, especially about the casting thing, kind of make you kind of go, hmm. Joaquin Phoenix. You knew that he was going to be a fucking stellar actor yeah. for that, especially for that kind of role, especially for an older a, version of Joker than what we're used to. I think around right, you know, sort of like okay, the the what we're used to. I mean, Heath Ledger just kind of reset that whole thing. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, much younger Joker. It was like no Click. the version we're thinking Caesar Romero back when you had makeup over the mustache. Yeah, <laughs> they almost in the day, and then Jack Nicholson. It's like yeah, they were a little on. They were they were middle age pretty mm-hmm. much when we got introduced to the Joker then. He's just reset that. He's like, no, fuck that. We're way, we're way younger. Really, the reset, I think, was the animated series with Hamill. Yeah. You know, okay, you're not looking at Mark Hamill being 70, 60-something no, yeah. years old when he started doing that. Um, you're looking at a, a much younger, like, middle-aged uh, yeah. character, right? So, But it, but way more energetic and everything. It's, right. You know, it's, yeah. Right. It, believable is, you know, with that energy. It's like Jack Nicholson, I'm like, okay, the dude's already, you know, good at playing kind of crazy dudes. I mean, he's got a couple of really great roles in his his resume of that. And it's like, okay, yeah, we're just gonna just like put makeup on him and just Jack have fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> and then warn everybody else that this is like the the modern Hamlet. Yeah, this role will fuck with your head. Yeah, like I'm surprised some people came out of some Kubrick films. One in particular. <laughs> How do you well, come out of is, Yeah, it was uh, not murderous. Yeah, I think we discussed this last time. Was, uh, uh, Wendy, uh, uh, Shelley Duvall had to have therapy. Yeah, yeah. After that film, <laughs> <laughs> craziness. All right, so yeah, so yeah. When I I saw this and I cried Y two K tears, <laughs> and it was it was glorious. All right, I'm gonna stop chatting because. We're, we're going to watch this, and everybody's going to get a stiffy with me. Here we go. I ain't that cool, little fuck in the head. They'll be hanging me quick when I'm back from the dead. Get the rope. Get the rope. Get the rope. Get the rope. I'm a punk rock kid. I came from hell with the curse. She tried to play it away. I fucked her in church Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Yeah, don't you know? They say You're not safe here if I stay With a knife that's short No way No, I leave the broken hearted Oh, no, look at the mess we started Oh, no, I leave the broken hearts this way What you say? Wanna play? Yeah, don't be fooled, I'm only letting you down They pursued me on foot, but I hid in the crowd Like a ghost, like a ghost, like a ghost, like a ghost The seats in my car filled with cigarette burns I gotta find my eye, a little blood on my shirt Let's hit the road, hit the road, hit the road 
Tom doesn't sound all that different. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay, last thing I remember them doing, I think it was around 2004, that I remember hearing. And that was, uh, uh, was a damn, it, it was a self-titled album they did. You, uh, uh, feeling this. Two, and, um, yeah, 2004 was, um, um, what the hell was the name of that album? Yeah, I think it was just a self-titled album, yeah. They didn't, yeah, was, <laughs> we were like, yeah, fuck it, we're going to come up with an album title. We're just going to call it that. It's better than Led Zeppelin, though, because at least it's not just Led Zeppelin 1, 2, 3, 4. <laughs> I just ran out of ideas. Like, fuck it, we're not going to come up with an album title until, fuck, I don't know, album 5. Can't remember the name of it. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that gave yeah, me a... lot a, like he did 18 years ago, from what the last I remember hearing. Yeah, well, Tom, you know, one of the cool things about Tom, especially for us with lower registers in our singing voice was that he was singing the octave down. I could actually sing, you know, his parts in, in, in a song, right? Tom's, I couldn't because, you know, Tom, you know, it's like Tom. But, you know, like I'm able to do like the lower parts from uh, uh, um, um, Mark is doing. Mark yeah. is doing because Mark sang basically down the octave. Yeah. He had a couple of like stretch notes, but the stretch notes for us is like, that's yeah. you know that's a note yeah, we, we can stretch that. to we can go get those yeah. so i miss you miss you that's you know? the song i'm thinking of yeah yeah <laughs> it's like yeah he sings like oh yeah the verse and then it's like oh yeah then tom does the chorus and exactly like that. and at that when at that point exactly yeah, right yeah. there <laughs> right when it goes up that octave going it's like oh yeah okay. Hello there, the angel there, from my there, nightmare, nightmare etc. Et like, oh yeah, Mark, easy, that's easy board. to sing. God damn, it's yep. real easy to sing that. And then when he gets the, where are you? And I'm just like, nope, yeah, I'm done. Like, oh, okay, we've got another dude singing in this band. We're going to have to go give this one carry this shit. to Mr. DeLong. <laughs> Enjoy, sir. <laughs> and they can both carry this shit. Yeah, all three of them. You know, and it's funny watching I, that I, video. I remember you and I jamming out to that once back when we lived together. I miss you. And you're doing the, you're actually, you're playing drums on the frame of yep. your kit. Yeah. <laughs> the shells rather than the skins. I'm like, I'm like, yep. so that's how you fucking make that sound. Yep. <laughs> it's you, like, it's a really interesting drum line that Travis is doing through most of that song. And Travis doesn't use like, even like you can do a wood block, right? You know, mm -hmm. uh, it mounts to the, uh, hoop of your bass drum and it gives you something to hit. No, he doesn't use that. He uses the 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 actual the hoop shell. itself and his snare drum rim. Click 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 click. 
click, click, yeah, click, the usual click, rim click, shots click. that you know you they call those rim shots. Where it's like okay, you like you rest the thing and you turn the, the stick backwards and you have to, rim click and rim shot. Yeah. So rim like, click okay, is like, what he's doing. It, like on one end, and then you just tap the rim, yeah. the the opposite side of the the snare. You're basically hitting the rim and the snare at the exact same time, and it like amplifies it like at times eleven. Right, and it's a very distinctive sound. Yeah, and he, there's a rim click where you're literally just clicking on the rim, and that's what he's doing. So you're using the shank of the the uh, the stick yeah. on just the rim. So click, 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 you know that kind of thing instead of pop because it's yeah. either duh pop hollow click is that cross hand. You know, uh, yeah, the cross hand one. Or you're just like you're just like hinging. Yeah, it's like it's um, yeah, yeah. And that's the click. And you know, the the probably one of the more famous drummers that did that that was phenomenal in the in the main world, uh, main rock world was uh, uh, Ringo, Mister mm, okay. Richard Starkey. Um, is he Sir Richard Starkey? Is he knighted? I know Paul has. Paul been. I'm is. Not sure if, I'm not sure if Ringo has been. Yeah, to find out. Anyway. So there's that, and then there's rim click, which is hitting it with the the tip of the shank. Tick, tick, okay. tick. And that, he he was doing that, and I'm sure from an audio engineer standpoint, it was annoying as shit because it requires. <laughs> Where's a, the mic? Where do I put the fucking mics? <laughs> when it, you're playing it live, and all you're doing is, oh yeah, you just who gives a shit because it's just the other person in the room you're playing together with, and that's the only person you, you who needs to hear it. Right, they'll no be able problem. to hear it. No problem. <laughs> But when you're trying to amplify that shit, it's mainly about compression. Yeah. You know, so say, that's where also you get the condenser, the pencil mics or whatever on the, the flying setup to help get the overall. Absolutely. Oh, I was trying to show a buddy of mine that and I played some drums, you know, my drums and I was showing him and I was like, all right, here's how overheads. That's where those are called. They're called overheads. Here's how overheads work. So I turned them both as a group completely off and then i was doing like the snare and the kick and the hums and the hi-hat and uh i think that's all i had was those um and then i was like oh and i had a room mic so i ended up finishing it all off i was like it sounds pretty good right he goes yeah she sounds really good i was like watch this and i grabbed the fader which is right here and I ran that group up with the overheads and I was showing them that overheads are not for symbols. Overheads are for the drum kit. The whole thing. The whole as a system. thing. Right. So the other ones are to fill in what you're missing, but the overheads are the kit. So you can do it one of two different ways. You can do it the old school way, which is fill in what you're missing. Like take your overheads, you know, hear what you're playing and then fill in what you want. Oh, you want more mids and, and low end in the snare. Well, bring the snare mic up and trim as you need, you know, toms, bass drum, all that stuff. Well, I also have a room mic in there, which adds a little delay and gets the overall like image of the drum set from in front of the drum set. So it's a different kind of way to think about it you know, from a, from a mixing standpoint, but when you get it and you can, you get so many goddamn options, your head explodes. <laughs> and I love like, it. All right. I've, I've got 400 faders. <laughs> yes. So many faders, so many channels, 400 channels. <laughs> yeah. My computer goes, dude, you can eat several bags of dicks. Consume these multiple satchels 
of Richards. Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my computer is running great. It actually, yeah, I just started playing for extended periods of time on modern games that actually require proper <laughs> graphical support. It's like I fired up World of Warships the other day, and I'm playing for two or three straight hours, and I noticed, holy shit, my legs are warm. <laughs> like, this computer under my desk right here is a fucking space heater when it gets going properly. <laughs> Did you download that thing? No, I didn't get a chance to. I haven't played anything since then. But yeah, it's. But yeah, it's like okay, it's with uh, CPU X. CPU dash Z. Z. Sorry. Z. CPU Z. Um, yeah. That is See, a. What, um, what the temperature of this sucker is actually running? Yeah. Anyway, it's warm. As an application <laughs> that will take all of like the sensors that your motherboard you know commands and controls and stuff like that, and shows you what the temperatures are in different zones and and such like that. Um, I'm interested to see yours because one of two things is happening. One, your CPU is getting cooked because <laughs> uh, it's running real hot. Or the system was really designed really, really well. And I'll pat myself on the ooh, on the other side because that thing still hurts. Pat you know, myself on the back because that means that motherfucker is moving hot air the fuck out of itself. That's what I'm thinking. It's it's it, it's 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 the overall space under the desk is getting nice and toasty. Not like uncomfortably toasty, but noticeable. <laughs> yeah, like, so that means that it's it's moving hot air, and that when is you're good. running thirty nine hundred gig, thirty nine hundred megahertz. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> plus four K at hundred frames a second. That's the nice thing about World of Warships. In, in the top left corner, it gives you the frame rate yeah. and your ping. Yeah, as part of the you know the the game HUD that they give you. And I'm like, ooh, I'm looking up there. I'm like, oh shit, this thing's running like a, at a steady hundred, hundred ninety five to one hundred and five frames a second. Damn. And I, I'm in 4K, and I've got all the settings dimed on all the graphics. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. It's like, if I get any game I haven't played yet, I'm like, all right, turn this thing up to 11 and see how it runs. Smooth as glass. And I said that, <laughs> I I, like, when he said that the other day, I was like, ooh, I'm a, I'm a happy daddy. My creation Ron, is Ron, doing what Ron, it was supposed Ron, to do. That's why I call this thing the Whopper, because yes. it's the ultimate PC to play, the ultimate computer to play games with. Yes, it's like, yes, yes. Obviously, you could probably go a little further if I had more of a budget, because I'm thinking, um, mm, Threadripper. I'm like, yeah, that one P, that one CPU costs as much as this whole system. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will say, though, uh, not, not really that much more, to be completely honest with you. Uh, a different okay. graphics card, maybe. Um, but... Surprisingly enough, in the gaming world, it's a combination of the amount of cores, the architecture, as well as the single thread speed. So the raw gigahertz number that your your processor is able to achieve. So if you have a 2.9 gigahertz processor with 64 cores... <laughs> Each one of those cores is fast as fuck, and the computer yeah. can, you know, route different things that it's trying to do to different cores to spread the love, right? Same thing over your graphics cards, you know, uh, multi-channel capabilities on your, your RAM, all that stuff. You know, it's able to give it, you know, where it needs to be to give them precedence, right? It's basically triaging the work that it has to do. Yeah. It doesn't matter even if only one core or even a pair of cores is concentrated on the one application that you're running. If the calculations that those cores are capable of making are not fast enough to keep up. So you trade off. You trade off cores and single thread speed currently. 
But this is also where overclocking becomes a thing. So like your particular one, the the boost I think is to 4.7 gigahertz, right? That's what it can it's running, do. It's running 3.9 now. I think it was originally it was a 3 it's a 3 it's a 3.8 but it's actually running at 3.9. So and, yeah, it's overclocked a bit. That's normal. Yeah. That's the, yeah. The, the, the profile that's on your motherboard. That's normal. Okay. It's capable, especially with the cooler that we have in there, to run at like 4.7 100% of the time. <laughs> it has a boost capability where it will automatically itself, when it needs to, have a little more oomph, can run all the way up to 4.7. That's its max turbo frequency. So it's got nitrous. Yes, it does have 150 <laughs> shot of NOS. Nitrous. <laughs> it's 100 shot NOS. Um, but you can actually, as long as your cooler, you know, uh, water cooling especially, can handle it, you can actually bring it all the way up to its turbo boost or even a little over 100% of the time. So you can run it at yours probably close to 5 gigahertz all the time. Trying to think, what game would I need to use that for? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not working for Pixar here, and I'm not rendering the latest, you know, Toy Story film, right? <laughs> so, I'm like, do I really need that? <laughs> it's like for all the games out there, especially the ones that I play, I'm pretty sure this can handle everything I throw at it. But see, that's what I'm saying. You know, you yeah. you, you don't have it's to. <laughs> people love to overclock shit. Like, yeah. they get stiffies from overclocking things. But then just like somebody who has a, a rice burner, you know, some little Civic, not even an SI, and yeah, they the run the compression stick. ratio to a 12 to 1, and they put a cherry bomb on it, and they think they're doing something, but the car only lasts 6, 8, 12 months. Yeah. When that they're car... running it within an inch of its life, and, and it's like, nope, can't handle it. And that motor from a Honda Civic can run a half a million miles before it dies just standard there was when i got called back to work at uh, silver uh, 11 years ago uh the other guy who got rehired with me at the same time he was my sim partner he had a civic i think it was like a 06 or something like that and it died on the drive to orlando and i'm like dude you killed a civic yeah that's saying some how shit. <laughs> things are turf keepers, man <laughs> there are three things after the nukes there are three things that will still exist cockroaches nokia 9800 cell phones Twinkies. And and Honda engines. Four things. Twinkies. And Twinkies. <laughs> Don't forget Twinkies. <laughs> Cockroaches, those Nokia phones, Honda engines, <laughs> specifically yeah. the small ones from Civics. Specifically the four-cylinder ones they put in Civics. <laughs> and, Up until and, they started throwing turbos at them as standard. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, okay, when you start, look, it was interesting. I was re remember reading something back like eight, ten years ago, something like that, in car mags. Talking about, okay, every car nowadays is starting to go towards turbos because of efficiency requirements, et cetera, et cetera. They started realizing, all right, if you're going to do an all internal combustion engine setup, no hybrid, even hell, even hybrids, the internal combustion engine, to get the best efficiency out of it, you got to have some kind of forced induction. Right. Well, they found, all right, well, to do that, the best way to do it without parasitic power loss is turbo rather than supercharging. So, like, okay, so everybody's doing turbocharging nowadays. Like, all right, we remember back in the days in, like, the 80s and shit when they were turbocharging everything and everything was burning the fuck up because <laughs> they didn't have computers to run the engine properly. Say, so, hey, by the way, you need to fetz around with the fuel mixture a little bit to make sure that, and put a proper intercooler on it. Make sure the sucker doesn't just cook. And <laughs> it has to be uh, uh, um, variable. 
Yes. Depending on your atmospheric conditions, temperature, where you're driving, that's why you got, oh, density. That's why cars nowadays are so fucking complicated, and that's why right. my Corvette, because of a broken window, is now at the dealership. Oh, did it finally get there? <laughs> yes, I finally got the damn tow truck to show the right kind of tow truck to show up to get it out of its parking spot. <laughs> so what did they end up doing? They put the the carriages on the other wheels and pump them. Uh, they, well, it's or the first guy to show up back on Monday had a flatbed, and because of where it is right. in my parking garage, there's no way we're getting that thing in there. So I had a, them finally after a couple of days, I was able to you know get other stuff going on. Okay, got them to show up. And it's like okay, I call up Allstate Roadside Assistance. Like guys, I need a particular kind of tow truck. It's in a parking garage. And we can't get a flatbed in here. And we need to get this sucker all the way off the ground because you're not supposed to tow a Corvette with all four wheels on the ground. I was like, okay, so get a regular tow truck with the dollies for the front wheels and then get this awesome setup to lift the back wheels off that's articulated so it can actually back the car out of a parking spot. I saw the dude working this thing. I'm like, yeah, that thing's crazy. (laughs) That's amazing. I was sitting here going, because my parking garage here, it's, 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 it's not gated. It's right. not like, okay, you have to go through the security gate and then go drive. No, it's all on the first floor of this building. That's why it got broken into, because anybody can just walk up to my car. <clears throat> and as a result, they have, oh, yeah, signs everywhere saying, you park here without a permit, you're going to get towed. And I'm just looking at it going, how? <laughs> how exactly do they accomplish that? Right. <laughs> now I've seen it. <laughs> <clears throat> so we got the thing to the dealership. And thank God I went and bought $50 a month extra for bumper-to-bumper warranty. That paid for itself. That That's going to pay for itself in the first two months of owning this car. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> in, in they've, I mean, they've had this thing since Friday. And it's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get working on it. And I'm like, all right. Uh, they've got to basically hook the computer up to the security system and get the security system to agree. Yes, uh, you turned the missile keys at the same time. You've got the launch codes correct. <laughs> yes, you can let this car unlock itself yes because <laughs> like it wouldn't they, even wake up the doors wouldn't open the, the glove box was locked down i'm so, like so um basically what we're saying here is that gm is having to jailbreak their own car pretty much the security system's so good even the owner can't get it <laughs> and apparently I, I talked to while i was waiting for the tow truck the other day a few of the the other few of my neighbors were you know they coming coming and going and whatnot and the guy who actually stumbled across these guys in the process of breaking into my car there were two guys and apparently they broke the driver's side window and reached straight for the hood release because they had my hood up they were trying to take the whole car what did they know that they were trying to do though I don't know, but as for, but when I got when I found the car Monday morning, after this had happened like two in the morning Sunday night, <clears throat> so I get down about eleven thirty Sunday or Monday morning. I'm gonna go you know take the car go to lunch, and that's when I found the broken window and the car that the cops left stuck in the, the window track, and there's fingerprint dust by the you know driver's side uh, door handle and everything, and then there's a bunch of dust around the edge of the hood. And it just didn't make the connection. It was like, why the fuck did I bust around the hood? And it was like, okay, I was like, apparently I called the, the called the number of the cops left behind. They had the police report and everything and said, hey, please call us to complete the report and blah, 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 et cetera. And I'm like, okay, so call them up. Found apparently there was a witness. Actually, I met the witness, one of my neighbors. He had his truck stolen from like five parking spots away from me a couple of months ago. Yeah, when my lease runs out in June, I'm moving. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I need, it's like, I'm, I'm happy with my apartment. 
I'm not happy with the parking situation. (laughs) (laughs) Or apparently the neighborhood. Bricks my $63,000 Corvette for two weeks. Not happy. (laughs) Not not a happy person. (laughs) Not happy. (sighs) Lived here for three years. I'm going to be a total of four years by the time I move. And it's like, it's been fun. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to upgrade to a better apartment in the same building. I'm just like, nope. For actually less money, I could move next door to one of the two buildings on either side of this one. Get a much newer and even nicer apartment for less money and have a parking garage that doesn't have to worry about my car being fucked with. Oh, is that one gated up and stuff? At those other ones? They all are. This is like the only one on the whole street that isn't. No shit. It's also, I think, the oldest building on my street. It's, I think it's 2007 when this place was built. But yeah, it's for whatever reason, it's like, all right. <laughs> Nobody lived around here back then. It was all empty lots. I bet <laughs> it's like, you, like Carolyn Parkway it was just, oh, yeah, shit ton of empty lots everywhere. And in the seven years that I've lived here in this area, it's like gone from, oh, yeah, this place, the place I lived across the street, and like two or three other places were there. And now they've tripled <laughs> the number of places, and they're still building more. So it, I would take a look at uh, the Irving Police Department's website and see if they have one of those maps of the reported, you know, things like that. And go into that spot of your area and see, you know, like larcenies and car break-ins and things like there that. There were a couple of break-ins in my buildings. I'm, it was the guy I talked to who had his truck stolen, who actually caught these dudes in the act, it was two guys. And apparently, yeah, they had my hood open. They didn't even get the radar detector. My radar detector sitting there in, you know, suction cup to the windshield right in front of the driver's seat, right next to the wind, right next to the mirror. They didn't get that. They went straight for the damn dry, the hood release. And the crazy thing is... For that is the car is you know it's got a it's got a VIN it's got a history there are cameras you, you're you're not going to get that far out unless you drive like a psychopath and if you're driving like a psychopath they're going to find you anyway etc 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 basically serialized right yeah they'll it's, find the it's car awful especially these days it is very hard to a steal the car because the computer that runs the thing says is fuck you like the security <laughs> system at norad yeah <laughs> it's like no you can break the window and this car ain't moving oh, i couldn't I, even get the bitch into neutral elon listen to me on oh, the oh, security i would bet teslas are the same way i know i would not shock me in the least if somebody breaks Hold the window on. on a tesla and this some bitch ain't moving but what i want is on the tft screen right in the center elon listen to me you will laugh and then you will do it okay Actually, yeah, he would. When, Whatever the idea is, Elon's up for that. <laughs> when somebody breaks in and it goes into hardcore mode like like the, the Corvette does, I want you to display on the TFT while they're trying to start the car or whatever, a picture that says, please consume a satchel of Richards and have the little <laughs> knight there with a, uh, with a little burlap sack of dicks of gummy oh yeah of gummy, of dicks. gummy bear dicks <laughs> gummy bear dicks <laughs> elon do yeah. me proud baby love you anyway but, yeah <laughs> so this whole adventure is like, all right it, it took a week for the safe light guy to show up and i was like okay i was i would have driven this thing over to where the shop is except now that i know oh the sucker never would have moved under its own power anyway so I had, waiting for him ended up being the only option and i didn't know that at the time he shows up to fix the thing and that's when I find out the whole situation with the car. Once we clear all the broken glass away and everything, because there's nowhere to hook up a fucking shop back in my <laughs> parking garage. So there's broken glass all over the driver's seat. I'm not getting in this thing and risking a trip to the ER trying to start my car. And after a week, found it. Oh, yeah, by the way, no, nope, it's not going anywhere. And so he can't even fix the window. 
So, okay, uh, once once the dealership, you know, over here three miles away from where I live, thank God there's a fucking dealership, like, walking distance from here. <laughs> there's a Chevy dealership right there. Nice. Once they get this thing sorted out, I'm like, oh, goody. Thank God I've got the bumper-to-bumper warranty and f- comprehensive coverage on my car. This whole episode is going to cost me a whopping $150. Nice. The roadside assistance is part of my insurance, so the tow was free. Yep. It's going to cost me 50 bucks to fix the window and 100 bucks on the deductible for my bumper-to-bumper warranty. So whatever they have to do with this car, it's going to cost me 100 bucks, and I can't drive it for like two weeks while, they, you know, while all this has been being sorted out. Hopefully you, tomorrow but on you, Monday. But you still have your say, other car. Oh, yeah, I still got the You got Golf, the Jetta right? or the other Golf. Golf, yeah, yeah. GTI. Okay. So, folks, it's like it's nice. Like I don't have a house, but I got two cars, and boy, is that nice to have right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about a shitty rental. I've still got my nice other car. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the adventure, folks. I'm like, whenever they catch this motherfucker, wood shampoo. Yeah. Cops, wear out your nightsticks. Yes. On me. Not on me. <laughs> with, my compl- <laughs> with my compliments. Ah. <laughs> oh. Damn it, my next thing that I was going to talk about, because also talking about uh, personal updates and stuff with, you know, especially with uh, uh, Drew's um, car odyssey things, you know, his his physical, tangible items. Uh, I was going to show you something, but I need to go get it because <laughs> bad show prep. Be right back. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah, so folks, if you want to buy a modern car, these are the sort of things you kind of have to worry about. Think about, A, not only what kind of a neighborhood you live in, because nice neighborhoods are probably more vulnerable, because bad guys know there's a lot more to be gained (laughs) by breaking in and taking your stuff, because your stuff's more expensive. Uh, Think about, all right, if they do it and they fail, what is it going to take to get your car usable again? This is something I had not considered until the past week of life, and now I'm sitting here going, maybe I should have bought an older one. (laughs) <laughs> and the, yeah I, I i should have bought an older corvette instead of a newer one because <laughs> that would be much easier and then the security system would not disable the whole car uh, yeah so all right that whole uh thing has been a bit of a an odyssey as far as uh all that goes uh and the wild part is the, the witness that i talk about my neighbor who who caught these guys in the act i guess he was coming home from work or something but yeah he was out at like 2 a.m here's the you know as he you know walking in from his car and okay here's the alarm go off and spots these guys with the hood up and apparently he has a corvette of his own but he doesn't park it here he's got like a 79 uh really beautiful blue it's the same color as my old one actually pretty close he's got a really nice 79 and he wants to do an ls swap on it so i'm like he's like oh, i don't like having a car but i want to go fast i'm like I almost didn't want to have the heart telling, like, bro, hang on to that car because holy fuck, is that thing easy to get running again? Right? <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> Please don't dude, swap. You, you can just go over to Summit by any Holly or Edelbrock and retrofit the sucker. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's easy. Or better yet, screwdriver tune. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like heads, cam, intake, and tune the car. But I'm like, dude, um, <laughs> it's a, a lot basic tune. A laptop and dealing with hey did you, you see what new car, newer cars and newer engines run by computers this is what you have to worry about exactly <laughs> older cars might be a better call all right let's talk about drew's uh other other things of of, of drew's not quite possession yet um mm, but things that project <laughs> things that drew owns 
he owns this. Mm, I got wood. He's got wood. <laughs> I've got wood. His body is cut and sanded and beautiful. You know what this thing kind of reminds me of on the body shape? A you guitar? know the Chiquita guitar? You remember the beginning of Back to the Future? It kind of reminds My dad actually had one. He actually bought... I think it was just, you know, for shits and giggles, he bought one, and he sold it at some point in the last 20 years. I remember seeing that thing. It's a little guitar. It's got, like, one knob on it. I think it's literally just yeah. a volume knob. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of that. Or there's some guitar I'm thinking of that kind of reminds me of. Well, here's the, the Chiquita you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. That was the, also the the logo kind of blocks out the bottom half of the thing. I can't really see oh. all the shape, but yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Is like, hey, look at that. I'm like, uh, <laughs> with the logo in there. Yeah, it kind of has that. It has that feel. That kind of vibe. That kind of you know, <laughs> interesting kind of surfer rock kind of feel. Surfer rock, man. Well, this one will have different uh, um, yeah. what's but that that's it in its wasted position. Right, cut away. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait. However, I have to wait, and the reason that I have to wait is because I have to do some learnage. Want <laughs> <laughs> to make sure we do this right? Correct. This is not only my first build um, that he is getting product of. Beautiful mahogany, by the way. Um, not only my first build but my first attempt so drew took out a a a uh, a very large loan in the 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 world of let's trust ron yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if i hadn't known you for the last 15 years it would be a different story yeah, exactly you'd be <laughs> like, like if you weren't my brother and we hadn't lived together and it's, i hadn't known you've been working with you for 15 years i mean yeah it'd be a different story i'm like i know this guy I, and plus, I've seen the computer that he can build. I'm like, all right, I know this man knows how to make shit. He has technical prowess. <laughs> and, you, and he knows how to make some good shit. And he's seen my woodworking. Yeah. You have seen my woodworking. Oh, by the way, um, uh, the only thing I need to do to fix on, or uh, extra thing that I need to do on my desk down here is I'm going to bring my router in with a round over bit, and I'm going to get rid of the edge because the edge is cutting off circulation to parts of my body yeah <laughs> i forgot like, yeah, that's gonna be, oh yeah a little finish work <laughs> the previous one that i had had that little ramp looking joint you know thing okay. that was like falling off like forever got, like the okay, last I've, five I've years i have like a formica countertop it's literally the same as the countertop that's right back here it's a built-in computer desk in my apartment here it's it's the point where oh yeah I originally had the boom mic set up for this instead of just, you know, like the, the on stage kind of mic stand right. that I've got. I had, you know, the setup you got. Yeah. And the thing I mounted it to, yeah, the, the clamp to mount it to the edge, it wouldn't stay on. Just kept because, sliding. Like, for, yeah. It just kept sliding. And it's like the, it was the foam part on the foam pad on the top part. And then the bottom part had the clamp that screwed on and right. all that stuff. And the sucker just would not stay in place. It just kept slipping on its way out. And sucker damn near fell over in the middle of his show. <laughs> i'm like okay buy a new stand yeah. <laughs> so i'm doing this like yep i'm doing this with a stand that you would have when you're playing on stage <laughs> this warm audio one this one's again not sponsored um i love this one to death because this thing locks on there and it is fucking on there bro 
I can. I mean, it was it was. I mean, the, the stand itself is good. I just need a more solid way to mount it, and exactly. it had the the option of okay, you do the clamp or you screw it in, and then you have the swivel base. But I'm like, okay, I don't own this countertop. Right, so screw I can't it screw it in. <laughs> Drilling holes in this thing, I can't spackle for mica. Not 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 a plan. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's the current situation. The other stuff is up there. So I I learned a uh, a good way. Um, to do the the top because for those who don't know anything about guitars this is the body of the guitar this is like the big chunk that is most of the guitar right this is also called really pretty grain wood that's already pretty but we got even prettier so listen it's gonna actually be listen it is a tone wood and in uh, the the other part, the part that mounts, laminates, literally glue to the top of this is curly maple. Now, while it is a tone wood, because it's only like a sixteenth of an inch thick or an eighth of an inch thick, it doesn't really produce any tone. It doesn't it 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 changes the tone a little bit, but it doesn't like create its own as much because it's so thin. Well, it's just for looks. It's just to make the goddamn thing sexy as fuck. That's really all it's for. <laughs> so because it's hard to find a good piece of tone wood that also has that pretty of a grain. Yeah, it does help. <laughs> that's this, a, that's a, that's a search. This uh, like this uh, uh, mahogany is uh, mahogany is a straight grained porous grain wood, and while the grain on this is very pretty. Uh, the green that curly maple is way <laughs> curly maple is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> so it's gonna be fun, but I I am like testing this and testing that. I've got so much MDF in there that I want to you know like extra MDF. Then it, I made uh, six templates, right? I made a master template and then the working template for this guitar, and then I have a whole bunch in the extra that I can just randomly cut up. And still have a fuck ton more MDF because I got like an eight foot by four foot board. Nice. <laughs> and I needed two foot by a foot and a half <laughs> for the template. Like, oh, so I've got a few extra things to fiddle with. Yes. And I got the, the template for the neck. That's, you know, 36 inches long, three inches wide, three and a half inches thick. But uh, it's going to be fun. Mm. So there's your update. Let's do one more musical update. Hmm. Somebody else came out with something music related just recently. And we have not talked about this gentleman in quite a while. Our next guest. That was loud. Unnecessary. Um, we haven't talked about this gentleman in a long time or anybody in his, his crew. Um, and the reason is because he's been working on things you know he flat out said he goes you know i haven't been the person releasing music all the time um like i used to and i wasn't the person releasing a video every friday for like almost a year <laughs> tom's been a bit busy a little bit and he we, said he's we bit he, busy we <laughs> this amount Tom of mcdonald i'm like we. okay we're going with the scottish thing. he's been a wee bit busy yes but a wee bit busy and uh yeah he said he he kind of went back to you know writing and and really thinking about it instead of just churning you know do work get paid you know but at the same time artists need time to sit down 
and come up with shit. So, took some time off, came up with shit, and he's back. And he did this. Humans been controlled since the day that they were civilized. The truth has been so heavily politicized. If you don't know who's controlling you and killing all the little guys, find out who you're not allowed to criticize. Black folks who were never ever actual slaves, fighting with white folks who ain't actual Nazis. Controlled by rich folks who use the news to make hate, while elite folks control other political parties. It's a big lie, trying to make you pick sides, trying to make you burn the cities down and kill each other, they got sick minds. Big lies, keep on the police so that there's big crime, to take away our freedom, to restore order they let die. Play with people, turn men into women, make the counter culture mainstream to mix up the system change the pronouns the gender is a spectrum so is privilege i know poor white folks and black celebrities with millions they starve you with a lack of information and only give you facts through a branded corporation distort your worldview with an algorithm that changes based on propaganda curated for your engagement we can't be free can't have no peace till we're on the same team but y'all are sheep the screen's just part of the machine Y'all are sheep What do y'all believe? Oh my sheep Nothing's what it seems Hollywood been writing your brain, controlling your mouth You say lit, fleet, bet, cap, they trying to dumb you down They endorse whatever narrative is popular to shout And use minorities in movies for diversity clout Two sides on the spectrum, but ain't none of them honest Took the red pill and the blue pill, spit them both in the garbage Being woke used to mean you understood you're a target And now it's having two good legs and never taking a step forward If you agree it's free speech, disagree it's hate speech Erase it if it came from anywhere except the mainstream Trump supporters labeled as the racist, but they can't be Lincoln was Republican and that's who ended slavery Science been politicized, it's easy to see A mask became a symbol of which side you believe But you'll never cure a sickness till you cure the greed Because the problem with our natural immunity is it's free Society is broken, want you locked inside a cubicle Addicted to pornography, liquor, and pharmaceuticals Tell you that you're fat and poor and you were never beautiful Then tweet how much they love you when they hear about your funeral We can't be free Can't have no peace till we're on the same team But y'all are sheep Blue the screen's just part of the machine Y'all are sheep What do y'all believe? They can't convince you, they confuse you They want you dumb and dead They divided you by race, religion, income and sex Made everybody right and left The hatred got so intense If the other side likes oxygen, you'll put a bag on your head And the conspiracy theories labeled as misinformation Is just a terrifying truth that scares the hell out the nation The system treating you like trash and you got rifles to aim with Just imagine how they'll treat you when your guns get confiscated George Orwell, 1984 was his last lecture George called him thought police, now we call him fact checkers Government surveillance trying to catch you, they don't ask questions Mass incarceration equals capital for cash investors The system isn't broke, it's working fine Oppressive and chaotic is how it was designed They say if we ain't doing nothing wrong, there's nothing to hide While their agenda and intelligence completely classified They don't teach your rights in school, you never learn them at all Cause they're easy to remove if you don't know what they are The only people you can rule are the criminal ones So they force you into corners till you're breaking the law We can't be free no peace till we're on the same team, but y'all are sheep. Blue screen's just part of the machine. Y'all are sheep. What do y'all believe? My sheep. Nothing's what it seems.
first of all. <laughs> Yet again, another nail meat hammer. Yes. Can, can we back this up for one second and show yeah. this part right here? Yeah. Nova. Girl. Seriously, bro. Girl. You Damn. Yo. <laughs> for real though. <laughs> like you you've made some stellar videos, but that shit just knocked it the fuck out of the park. That, that, that shit looks like something from a major label. Yeah. That's the impressive part. Is it, folks, if you've got the talent and you invest a little bit into your video into editing your suite and software and your cameras, and your craft. you can make shit that looks like multi-million dollar videos that Exactly. And like woman is and a whole bunch of other different labels will put out. Fucking insane. Like, if I make a movie, I'm totally bringing in Nova as the principal photographer. Because, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. And she uses, a, I think she uses a Blackmagic Cinema camera, which is a phenomenal camera. But watching her just do her slide shots and a lot of the stuff is just static. She does stuff, like she makes decisions in shots that like you know other people would say oh we always want the camera doing this and she's like well no it doesn't need to do that to convey the exact same energy the exact same message and she does it in arguably a, a more standard way i guess in, in, in a more uh, obtainable way especially in the lower budget world but then she goes i think this jared potter namesake uh, yeah, this, yeah, no relation. No relation. To mine, yeah, as far as I know. This Jared Potter, who probably did a lot of the, the graphic artwork, you know, a lot, a lot of the uh, the CGI portions of it, like the eye and yeah, the sky. Yeah, the eye of Sauron and the yeah, sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, things like, oh, and the robots, you know, the, the eye, ro- eye robot looking robots. Yeah. Um, so it, it just, it, it, God damn, woman, you, <laughs> bruh. He writes, he records, she performs sometimes. Uh, They send it away for mastering only. All the music, all the stuff is done by Tom. The mastering is done by a friend. His girlfriend shoots the music videos and they, you know, bring other people in for random little things like Jared Potter, obviously. They are an entire team of a hundred people at Capitol Records, and there's three, four. There's four people involved. Yeah. Four. So all these people saying you need to have ducats to put out this kind of, of material, you're smoking reefer. Yeah. Bad reefer, too. That's, that's yeah. some rags right there. Not even right the good there. shit. No, there are so many roots and tree and your shit. Fuck you. It's <laughs> so bad. And leaves and everything is like, nope. Yeah. Fucking terrible rags. Um, but it's, it's the, the capability to do it with a small, you know, crew, even to hit something like this is they, they have shown that it is 100% possible and oh, people yeah. like film riot, you know, channels like film riot have been doing the same thing forever. They had, the brothers and they had like one or two friends and they've had a channel since like 2006, seven, eight, something the early like that. days of YouTube. Yeah. Yes. And they've been showing how to do 
these kind of you know uh, video things camera movements and you know having things for diy and on the crazy cheap right and now they are you know they're more affluent <laughs> these days so they get the the bigger cameras they get the black magic cinemas they get you know the ari alexas and things like that the you know people that are listening to the show probably don't even know what an ari alexa is it's a crazy I'm expensive sure I do. <laughs> it's a crazy expensive camera crazy expensive it's what people ari uh, cameras a double r i ari cameras are the ones that are used on hollywood blockbuster films they're the the 21st century uh panavisions i was gonna say yeah i'm familiar with panavision but okay i'm presumably there is competition to that obviously oh so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. especially now that everything's you know digital has become such a big thing in hollywood now especially with all the cgi stuff it's like it's got to be so much easier to composite stuff when you start with digital for the principal photography exactly and that's the biggest one it's it's uh composite videos like when you take a look at any kind of shot and then we'll move on to stuff about this video and you know what it means but when you're looking at any given shot especially a cgi shot let's take uh like inception okay inception when the things the buildings are exploding and splintering and floating because you're in a dream state and all that crazy stuff the 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 roads are in obviously san francisco are folding and cars are floating through the air and all that stuff those are composite shots so you will take a shot of the street with your actors standing in it they're not in front of a green screen there you know some parts are greened out so that they can be easily traced out right but for the most part there's software all over the place now even built into the main applications themselves that can trace a building right and then eliminate or mask out everything behind the building so you can replace it or you can adjust things except for this building or this everything below this street line you know or, or whatever right tree line everything below the tree line stays the same or gets edited just this way but everything above that becomes a fucking spaceship or an asteroid impact or whatever right so you have the asteroid impact and then a bunch of pieces about the asteroid impact placed on moved you know keyframed so that during the shot they move from here to here in this particular space in this particular direction blah 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 and then just the car one of the 19 cars that are floating through the air one car this car they're all separate layers put onto your shot and then your actors are one shot below all that and they even they can be traced out so that they have different things that happen to them or different effects like lighting effects that you couldn't do in principal photography you can do it after the fact all these options layered together so you have a shot one shot four second long shot that's got 40 or 50 layers <laughs> and when they're all synced down to one export that's called a composition and that one four second shot of somebody's reaction of them just turning around and going 
and <laughs> that's take it. Three weeks to work. Right. <laughs> three weeks to actually make that four second shot happen as we see it in the theater on the screen. Correct. <sighs> now take like uh, Top Gun. Top Gun technically oh, yeah. was a fuck ton easier because yeah. their principal photography was most of their photography. They had CGI aspects, but even like uh, 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 the scramjet, right? Yeah. They built Lockheed Martin. They actually just had it on display at Edwards Air Force Base over the weekend. Built a one-to-one mock-up of the plane, and yeah. it rode on tracks to where they could literally just... taxiing around and everything you see on the ground. Obviously, everything in the air, all the sequences when it's actually in flight, yeah, it's different story, but you know, green it's, screen. Okay, this, yeah, this thing's taxiing out and all this stuff. Like, oh yeah, no, I, it's yeah. It, <laughs> there were actually yeah, there's a couple of different uh, pages that I follow on uh, on Facebook. One of them is uh, Habu Brats, and it's basically an entire page dedicated one. to the SR seventy one. Yeah, and there's all kinds of amazing photos from back in the day, <laughs> and interesting stories and technical info and all kinds of stuff. One of the things, okay, they had the mock up at Edwards Air Force base parked next to one of the original early SR-71s. It's one of the ones that was a test aircraft that I don't think they ever actually used on operational missions. It was one of the ones that I think it was, yeah, one of the first six or so that they made. And that was the one they had parked next to it. And they pulled it off of with static display wherever it was and towed it over to the ramp where everything else was parked. And somebody managed to get up close and like up into the landing gear wells on the mock-up thing and everything, taking pictures. It's like, oh yeah, it's like a frame of two by fours that they painted white so that it looked correct. But they actually put real landing gear on the frame there. So it's like, oh yeah, the parts you can see, unless you like get up close enough to touch the sucker, it's like a real airplane. Yep. If they you've a fantastic job with it. If you've ever been to um, MGM, which is now called Hollywood Studios in in uh, Disney World Orlando or to the backlot tours in California, Disney or Universal. You'll see uh, in one section of it, you'll see the, the false fronts, right? The, uh, the exterior of houses that you know, and it's called the backlot. Yep. And the backlot is they literally built a faux exterior of a building of somebody's house like if you're watching married with children yeah the exterior of that house wasn't some random house in california that they took you know pictures of or did some b-roll outside of they built a false facade of Usually that house see the whole house with the actors like, okay they've got like okay the intro exactly. sequence to see the shot of the house yeah that's just a genuine regular house but occasionally you'll see okay somebody will be walking up to the front door or something okay and they just built a facade of the front door on a soundstage, or the, yep. you know, to the front porch. That's all you see. So when you yeah. go through that thing, when you come around the corner, you see that it's literally just the front facade of the house. The back of it is plywood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like remember in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a fake. We've been suckered in. <laughs> <laughs> So it's totally possible to do these things. That's that's set design. When you're in school and you're working with the drama club, right? And you're building sets for Hamlet that you're doing. That's literally exactly what they do. Yeah. Now, in today's world, they actually utilize real houses that are 
literally on the street, like yeah. somebody's random house. They even did it back in 85, obviously, with, uh, with risky business, risky business. That house, yeah, it's that was an actual house that they used. back to the future. Yep. Real houses, both, you know, Marty's house houses, yep. Doc's house, Doc's yeah. house, Doc's. Now, those shots, Doc's house has got to be an eight figure house if it still exists oh, today. My God, fucking, that thing is nice. It's very nice. <laughs> and people go very there nice. all the time, like the owners of it host things all the time. Like they'll have. Yeah. Cars, you know, they'll have uh, uh, DeLoreans come over all the time and they'll have like little events where people are going by checking that, out the they, house. They could probably pay their mortgage with, you know, that shit. You know, just like viewing. Once or, once or twice a year. Just exactly. Doing that. It's like, oh, hey, boom. Yeah. This one <laughs> person go. goes in it because they, they didn't even use the, 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 the garage door scene from there. Right. So these houses are literally just B-roll. Sometimes they are our primary role because the person comes flying up in their car. Uh, like, you know, the house, uh, uh, um, uh, old man Peabody's house yeah. when he first comes back. Right. And he gets stuck in the, the, the barn the barn. Yeah. Well, they shot that at the Peabody house, but the barn was soundstage soundstage. Yeah. The inside of the barn anyway, it's, or actually, yeah, even when they open the door, okay. They just have like probably like a backdrop of like exactly the, the trees. Exactly. You know, the, you know, in the background, like their yard or whatever it was supposed to be. Exactly. And I mean, shit, uh, I mean, when I found out that they did similar shit like that in Deadpool, like the scene when he goes up to the front door, at the, the, the professor X mansion mm-hmm. and like, it's like, oh yeah, both sides. It's green screen. Literally they built like mm-hmm. the frame of the door mm-hmm. <laughs> and then green screen for like the interior of the house. And then the yard behind him, when it's looking outside, I'm like, guys, like you couldn't even like go to like, Composite. Like, at least in the second movie, they actually built. They actually used a real house, right? Because <laughs> they had a better budget. It's like, oh yeah, Fox is like, yeah. Uh, we realize we we, we kind of cheaped out the first time around. <laughs> um, we we should have given this movie the budget it originally deserved <laughs> instead of cutting it because they had to get creative. And I'm like, oh yeah, the second time around, yeah, this is the budget it actually needed the first time. <laughs> Those houses that people find, like like Doc's house, yeah. right? Yeah. Outside was gorgeous. It was grandiose. It fit his character. Yeah. But obviously it didn't have the interior that they needed from the description of the scene. Yeah. So they had to do it somewhere else. You know, his workshop somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Workshop. Totally. That had to be a set. I mean, it's basically just a garage. Right. I mean, theoretically, you could find something like that somewhere. It may not be exactly at that house. Exactly. You can build. Or, or better, it, it is the garage, but they don't use the garage. They just recreate the garage mm-hmm. with the soundstage for the interior shots. Like the house in Deary, <clears throat> right? The exterior from um, um, uh, It. I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't see the original one either. That's the kind of face that I get when Jenny says the exact same thing. <laughs> nah. And I'm just like, like, it's like it's, it's Stephen oh, King. I told you what she didn't see, right? Like, but it's just, eh. She, she told yeah. you that well, I told you what she said the other day that she hadn't seen, uh, right? Yeah. What was yeah, what was it? The it fucking was shining. Oh yeah, yeah. We're talking about yeah, Stephen King. We're talking fucking about the shining. Yeah. <laughs> never seen the fucking shining. Jesus Christ. Like it the original it was a made for TV movie. Yeah. I remember seeing the commercials for it and shit back in the day. But I don't think I ever actually watched it. Because I was like, what, five? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> good. It was good. Uh, and and the new one paid homage, but the the you know the capabilities that they have now made it more visually stunning. 
but the story carried along with it. Um, not so much for me for chapter two, but you know, that's, that's what you get. But it, you know, the new version with, uh, what's his name playing Pennywise was fucking excellent. And it was one of those ones that if you're going to do a remake, there you go. You did good. I'm good with it. So anyway, Tom McDonald knocks one out of the park. After we go on the mother of all tangents, that was a (laughs) back to Tom McDonald. That was a good tangent. (laughs) Actually, it was a tangent that stayed on topic because it was still all right. We're talking about making movies and how cinematography. Like folks, we just explained how normally Hollywood and the record industry would do the kind of shit you can do yourself now. Yes, that Nova just showed. We're talking seven figure budget at least to do a lot of this shit in the past. Now you can do it yourself. Rock on, Nova Rockefeller. If you know what you're doing. Girl, you're amazing. All right. So let's talk about the stuff that's in his video. Right? There was one line that I wanted to go back to. There's a lot of lines in this one, but. Society is broken. Want you locked inside a cubicle? Addicted to pornography, liquor, and pharmaceuticals. Tell you. Addicted to pornography, liquor, and pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Why? Oh, why didn't I take the blue pill? (laughs) I just rewatched that again the other day. Did you? The whole, (laughs) the whole Matrix in a few years. The one, no, not the whole trilogy. Okay. Good God! It's like after you watch the first movie, you're like, I just know it only goes downhill from here. It's like, no, it's in, in, enjoy the fun you had watching the first movie and just pretend the rest of them didn't happen. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Liquor. <laughs> when and a great idea disappears completely up its own asshole. And let's, let's, <laughs> let's show, let's show that this is so, uh, spot on. What was one of the stores that they were a hundred percent sure never closed anywhere during the lockdown? Walmart. Okay. Add to the list for this this idea. Oh, liquor stores. Yeah. Liquor stores were not shut down. They were not ordered to close their doors. They wanted you drunk as fuck. Yeah. Like, hey, let's process this shit. Let's keep them drunk and passive so they're not prone to rebellion. I was like, nope. After the lockdown's lifted, some dude gets need on by a cop in Minneapolis while he's overdosing on his own fentanyl stash that he decided to eat so that they couldn't find it. And the whole fucking country catches fire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I was watching something from, uh, John, uh, warrior poet society channel on YouTube. Quick little interject here that does, does work with the sheeple thing though. He was talking about why we are the weakest generation of all time. And he boiled it down to four things that make it so that we are the weakest generation of all time. All time. And we're not just talking about all time in the United States. We're talking all time. Like the tens of thousands of years that humans have existed on the planet. 
pretty sure things were stronger back then because they didn't have nearly as much shit to help them in terms of technology. People exactly. had to be tougher back then. And here's what we're talking about. The very first one he talks about is uh, his statement for it is we are all little kings. Yeah. We have all the things available to us. You never have to worry really about infrastructure, comfort, or even luxuries. Even the lowest class in our species currently in most places have what the kings yeah. in the olden days had. And even we have stuff that the kings didn't have. Yeah. Running water or water availability. It, it was a daily go and get it kind of a situation for even the go, kings yeah. of old every now, they day had somebody to do it for them but it was involved okay go take a bucket to the well or the stream or whatever right and come back and food mm-hmm. every single day you had to go out and this was before you know salt or you know, like was was really found. They discovered for preservatives, preservatives, and, you know, exactly. All sorts of, and yeah, refrigeration was definitely not hell. No. Nowhere near a thing as it is now. We had hell the, no. the cellar, which was fifty five degrees Fahrenheit, maybe. Right, exactly. That's not going to stop meat from becoming dangerous to eat. Exactly, it's not going <laughs> to keep stuff from going bad within a day. Yes. <laughs> so every single day, they were going out to crops. And when I say crops, it's like your mom's fucking flower garden in the backyard, not square miles of land making food. Okay. They also had to hunt every single fucking day just to survive. Yeah. Now, the kings, like you said, had people doing it for them. Yeah. Right. But your average person who wasn't, you know, basically a a slave to the monarchy or patriot. In fact, they all pretty much were because they were serfs and they were. Exactly. But you on the daily, you had to go out and hunt for food for your family. Unless you were raising it yourself and. Right. And even so, even so raise enough cattle to okay well, i'm gonna slaughter a cow every day right going, that's a hell of a lot of meat too i was like yeah, you're not gonna consume all of that in a day no so yeah we're talking oh i'll go kill a deer or something out in the you know or a couple of rabbits or something maybe like, a squirrel yeah. because squirrels rabbits, else is, you know, smaller uh, animals okay right. it's enough to feed me and maybe one other person for a day vermin each, each person gets a rabbit <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> you know that's great you know that's 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 what that's what your drive was but your, yeah. the rest of your drive wasn't to do pretty much anything. It was just to continue Subsistence. living. Subsistence. Yep. Just don't die. Was it hard time? Is like uh, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Yeah. Yep. And then and he said that weak men <laughs> during the video. He said that it yep. was great. And uh like there's this great video on youtube i watched a couple of months ago where uh, it was a person that was showing what life was like back then and they literally built a home out of the same processes and stuff that they would do back in like the 1400s or 1200s or something like that and 
the lady of the house, traditional gender roles, obviously, uh, lady of the house was spending her entire time cleaning and preparing food. The man of the house was gone because he was hunting the food. He brings back the food, sets it on the table, and the lady of the house then cuts up whatever it is, cooks it, and serves it. That was daily. There was no time to go and do other things. Yeah. That was what you worked at. You worked to just not die. Then you fast forward to infrastructure, right? Like even during the 1700s when we came over here and, you know, the end of the 1700s when we did, you know, the revolution and stuff. There were people in Williamsburg, Virginia, right, Mm -hmm. that were shop owners. They were the ones that built your wicker chairs or your, your, your rocking chairs that broke in half, you know. Yeah. Rest in peace, uh, uh, Mr. Martin. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like even them going to, to Congress and stuff like that, that that's what, or, you know, to the uh, Continental Congress, they had to go do that because there was other folks in the area making the bread, making, you know, milking the cows. That's the infrastructure, people helping people, right? I'm going to say this and it's going to bother people. And I give zero fucks <laughs> from a on paper standpoint. That is communism. Yeah. Is a community. Right. So like, when okay, people, we, I do this, you do that. Everybody pulls their own weight. Right. Yeah. It's not forcefully done where the government says, all right, uh, we're going to take what you have and give it away to someone else. Right. That's no, a different story. It's a different story. And, you know, on that's paper, actually how the Plymouth colony originally started. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Thanksgiving is really all about, folks. It's celebrating the failure of a socialist system. Correct. Because people realize, all right, if I don't have to work and I'm just going to get the re- fruits of someone else's labor, right, I'm just going to loaf around and not do anything and I'm still going to be good. Well, eventually enough people do that and the system breaks. Nobody create. Nobody gathered enough stuff. Nobody produced enough stuff to get through the winter. And so a whole bunch of people starved to death. And we are all little kings, and it's still yeah. going on today, or it's going on again today. When so, the other way of doing it, like Jamestown, Williamsburg, eventually Richmond, D.C., and then all of the well, other the cities. Colony eventually, the first winter, they had a bad winter. Then the second time around, they said, okay, fuck that. What you produce and what you grow is yours and yours right. alone. If you want to give away your extra stuff, that's up to you. But then Nobody, the, yeah, the, right. yeah, the government is not going to take it and right. redistribute it. And that's, that's perfect. And as a result, they had a bountiful harvest, and that's where the first Thanksgiving comes from, folks. It's and, a celebration of the failure of communism and then and failure fast of forward. the socialist system, etc. And then they let's go for to then. building the infrastructure of, of an entire 13 colonies, then eventually a country, mm-hmm. right? Same process. It was when currency and, and the class system, which was said to not exist. No, we're not doing this like, you know, lords and serfs and shit, 
you know, like we used to, because that, that yeah, got we people... we don't have nobility in America. Right, yeah. this is bullshit. This is bull- and now we're ask back the, to it. Ask the Kennedys and pretty much anybody who's been elected to <laughs> office in Washington, D.C. in the last... Hundred years. years. Yeah. Hundred years, at least. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of ties into, sort of, his second statement, which is, courage has died, and we do not mourn her. It's it's called intersectionality. Courage is not celebrated. Nope. At all, ever, anymore, in the mainstream world. Being a victim is. Yeah. And that's tying into Tom's thing about everybody being sheeple. Sheep. You're being herded by not even the the courage, you know, not the, even the courageous. You're being herded by the upper class. Yeah. So people in society are part of groups, and that's what they're taught is you must be part of this group. However, victim group status mean more morally in uh, in the, the community. So, yeah. for I, example, my horrible situation is not my fault. Something happened to me, and we're getting happened to, that. to my ancestors 150 years yep. ago. We're getting, and to it's that. somehow my problem. It's like, no, no, you are your problem. Exactly. Get over yourself. Climb down off the cross. Use the wood to build a bridge and get over it competing to be more victimized because think of it like this. I am a, an Irish white male grew up Roman Catholic, Irish Catholic. Yeah, there are millions groups in the history of America. If you really think about it, by the way, (laughs) I was like, folks like, yeah, it's a little acknowledged thing, uh, in, in modern society. But, um, (laughs) I think they said it in The Departed. It was like, yeah, 20 years after an Irishman couldn't get a fucking job, we had the presidency. May he rest in peace. Right. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> like, folks, why do you think there's so many Irish cops? Yeah. And Irish firemen? Because that's a job that anybody could get hired to do. Literally, nobody else would hire Irish immigrants. Right. But they could always get a job being cops and firemen. Yep. And then <laughs> that became the family business, passed down through the ages. That's why you see so many Irishmen in those jobs. And I always found it funny that I went into law enforcement for a short time as a, as an Irishman. <laughs> it's not because you couldn't get hired anywhere else. You just, it's just something you wanted to do. Kept up. <laughs> um, the competing to be more victimized though. So I'm that, you know, white male that's, you know, Irish background, big beard, you know, white male in, 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 in the U S I, I am a Christian, right? Christianity represents 30% of the entire population of the planet and a much higher percentage of the uh, U S citizens. We're yes. still vastly the most Christian, uh, 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 country, which by the way, when, you know, somebody running for president or, or office or something like that doesn't really spout off that they're even Jewish or Hindu or you know, uh, Muslim or anything like that. They don't spout it as much because then you alienate 
sort of, you know, uh, 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 um, subconsciously there's, yeah, alienate. There's, yeah, you'll subconsciously alienate a significant portion of the population, regardless exactly. of how their politics line up. Exactly. That fact alone will start to alienate yeah. because the, the, the hatred between them still exists. Oh, yeah. You know, from a popular culture standpoint, it's become much more accepting. However, from people's inner hearts, still, it still means a lot. So when you say God bless America, God does translate like the the name of God translates very well into every other religion, right? Just saying Muslim, for example, God is the literal translation of Allah. Okay. While they think that they're two different entities, they're still a single deity. Whatever you believe in that, that was the message. It was a single deity, right? But if you are a Muslim, you're a victim. If you're black, you're a victim. If you are a black female who's gay and transgendered, your voice become the White House spokesman. You are the voice of an entire species. But me, my opinion matters zero. Yeah. Goosegg. Because I'm out there working my ass off, paying taxes. Nobody gives a shit what we think. Zero. Zero care. Nope. Um, we're running out of time, so I'll just uh, skim yeah. through these last two. Um, one of them is called We Are Chocolate Soldiers. So you look like you're brave, but as soon as heat applies, you melt. You melt. Everything is offensive. History is hateful. Other opinions, you know, you have other opinions. You're a racist. It's destroying families, and it, it because of all this, we are pathetically weak. Yeah, as a species, especially as as Americans. And then the last one, you've already said it. Everything is your fault. Yeah, blame everyone else, never yourself. Oh, I I did this like the uh, the the one that I sent the other day the the traffic stop or one of y'all sent the other day it was a traffic stop or I think it was yesterday where the, immediately the girl brought out race card immediately why do you need my license and my insurance because that's something the, we ask everybody when we pull them over but immediately you are and you're not illegally driving the car like every stop that immediately like, racist. Immediately. Like, okay, so when I'm a white guy and they ask me for the exact same thing when they pull me over, it's racist. It's racist. Mm-hmm. How does that work? <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, you uh, what we're talking for about? Broken taillight or an expired license plate or something. It's like, okay, um, hey, uh, this is why I pulled you over. Uh, you're probably not going to jail over this. <laughs> it's something. And that's hey, what drove uh, me nuts. And that's why just, I posted just fix it. it. <laughs> that's why I posted it. And remember, history and law enforcement. I know what his mindset was when he pulled the car over. He pulled the car over originally because of a, a, a an aggressive lane change with no signal. Yeah. She was uh, driving. Don't drive like an idiot. Please be more considerate of the other people on the road because we all have to, you know, let me share get, this in our motorized, you know, potential exactly. death machines. <laughs> and let me get your your identification <laughs> and your proof of insurance. It was in Ohio requirement in Ohio. They also have the SR-22 plan and all that stuff. So, you know, there's there's the options to make sure you have your insurance or whatever. 
license and insurance, please. So I can yeah. go and write this up because I am giving you a ticket. You were driving like that. And the only reason that he was giving her a ticket, I know this because I saw it and I heard it in his voice. The minute she pulled out the race card and the minute she wouldn't actually give him the information because she was asking questions. She was asking, the, of course, the same question over and over and over again, even though he answered it every single time. And it wasn't like one of those some cops. You just want to kick them in the fucking teeth because they say, what are you stopping me for? Just give me this. All I need you to do is give me this. No. You have to tell me what you stopped me for, or this is yeah. an illegal detainment. And you, you have, have to, to show tell you, me. What was your probable cause for throwing your lights on and saying, pull over to the side of the road? Right. Yeah. You can't just pull somebody over because you want to pull them over. They have to it actually has to be a reason. Correct. A valid reason. Fucking ridiculous. But this guy did it all. I mean, he checked every single box. And even just, even if the box was fucking bullshit, just knowing what he was doing, he checked every box that he should have. Okay. Ma'am, the reason I pulled you over today is because you were driving aggressively and you signaled without a, uh, uh, you know, you changed you lanes without a signal. signal. Yeah. You cut a lady off. I saw you do it twice. You almost caused multiple accidents. It's really great that you didn't, you know, it's very lucky that you didn't. So that's why the stop. It's about as legitimate as traffic stops get. Exactly. <laughs> well, she starts mouthing off about racism and shit. So that changes your mindset as an officer. All right. All right. This isn't somebody who was just, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'll be more careful in the future. No, fuck right. that. I'm an asshole and I don't give a fuck about anybody else. And I think I rule the world. So. All right. Well, I'll keep going because then there's a yeah. little a little um, um, recap at the end of it. Um, so he's like, all right, fine. I just, I need your ID. I need your, your proof of insurance. She didn't have her proof of insurance. He said, can you pull it up on your phone? And she starts playing on her phone, playing on her phone, not looking at anything. Not up. actually going to the app for all state or whoever. Right. Saying, oh, sorry. I don't have the card, but okay. I've got on the Let app. Show okay. You. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Right. And, and that's all they need to see. They just need to see that see. it's valid and it exists. That's yes, it. It's not expired. Right. That's, that's all we're looking for. It's like, it, I, yeah, who, this is who you are. And yes, you have the insurance that the law requires you to exercise this privilege of driving a car. Okay. I'll be right back. Yeah. Well, he goes away while she's quote unquote looking, but more playing and calling <laughs> on Twitter. People. It's like, or dialing up her phone camera or whatever. Exactly. To make some bullshit video about this. And then he goes back to the car and he goes through all the stuff and he's writing a ticket and stuff like that. And he finds out that, her license is suspended. Ooh. Probably because she's had shit like this before, where she's been pulled over for other moving violations, judging by the way she drives. She was her her <laughs> license was suspended due to um, non um, non compliance, and that was the insurance thing. So she even dimed it out. She said that she had to get an SR twenty two. She just paid it that day, and it was Saturday. So and they ain't process till Monday. Fuck no. the government. Right. God forbid they work on the weekends. Exactly. Monday at the earliest. And then yeah. it's got to propagate through the systems to the MDC and the and the police's, you know, vehicle where they pull up this information. And yeah, none of that was done yet. So she was driving under a suspended license. Then he brings up the fact that her tags are dead. 
Okay. And it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, if you're if you're driving with all those conditions, like I wouldn't be driving recklessly. I'd be driving the most civilized thing you've ever seen in your life. Right. Trying to not attract the attention of Exactly. Because they're not gonna notice your expired tags unless you're doing something to even catch their eye in the first place. If you're just another car on the road going with the flow like everybody else is. It's the herd going by the lion. You ain't going to get noticed. Exactly. It's the sick one at the back at the of the very end. One who's running way off ahead of the herd off by themselves. That's the one who gets taken down. Exactly. So now she's driving on a suspended license. She has a uh, uh, a car with dead tags. This is the kind of thing where I'd be, like, I'd be like the nicest person ever that this cop had ever pulled over. Right. I mean, like, because I know I'm, I'm, I've screwed up. <laughs> I'm like, all right, don't antagonize this cop. Maybe right. he'll have mercy on you if you're nice and polite. Exactly. <laughs> he she might wasn't... let you go with a warning. So, all right, please just get this stuff taken care of. Drive safely, please. Right. So they get her out because at that point your car is unregistered, you know, at this point and, and you have no license. So we're towing your car. We're just going to let you go. You're going to be on the side of the road and you're going to have to walk somewhere, but you got a phone, your phone's charged. So you can call a friend or exactly whatever. (laughs) It's, it's your problem, but this is the, this is what you get for you fucked around and now you're finding out you're finding out. Well, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Oh, boy. I haven't so, seen this video at all. So he takes her out of the car. Another officer, female officer shows up. And, of course, they're both white because it was, I think it was in Toledo. And so, yeah, northeast, north, yeah, northwest Ohio. So, yeah. yeah, mostly white folks. And, of course, she's still bringing out the race card. And, but she can't bring out the sex card because now there's a female officer and she was at least smart enough to go that you're all are also <laughs> bring a sexist. black female officer in there. He's like, ma'am, we're, uh, we're, we're towing your car and here's why <laughs> we've <laughs> got all the like, documentation. It's all on camera here. <laughs> yeah. But this so, racist um, motherfucker and she'd be like, I made the decision, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and why she's got like sergeant stripes or something. Exactly. So like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm his boss. <laughs> yes. And he did it right. <laughs> you're not fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> and now, excuse me while you find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. But the story continues. <laughs> but so wait, there's, there's more. more. The female officer and the, the, uh, officer who stopped him come up or her come up and they're searching the car. Cause they have to, before they take possession of the vehicle. Get an inventory. What's in it. Yeah, exactly. And of course, there was weed. The lady cop, she first saw just some shake underneath the front uh, driver's uh, or the uh, passenger's seat. Okay. Shake, for those who don't know what that is. Little flakes. It's little tiny flakes, and they happen when they're being rolled or if you're using, you know, like a blunt and it just kind of, you know, like ashes from a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it also happens when you do the roll. If you're using a bong, it's when you tap it out. You know, the shake happens. Not usually a big problem. Okay. Even if you smell it in the car, it's not that big of an issue. Most cops overlook it because just don't be fucking dumb. Yeah. Okay. Please stop being dumb. So shake. So they continue the look. They find a, an entire roach. Lovely. In the ashtray of the car. <laughs> yes. Older car. Ashtray. Ashtray of the car. So, and then she had prescription pill bottles everywhere. 
Well, they were all hers, and none okay. of them were controlled substances. And the okay, lady so cop was looking legit, and goes, nothing, "What's her nothing name?" There. And he says her name. He goes, "All right, cool, cool. I got that Who's right. Yeah, all these are the are all these are hers." And she was looking at the names, making sure they weren't controlled. They weren't controlled. Dates were correct. Not so she, oxy or whatever. Exactly. She just puts them back in into her purse, and everything's cool with that. And they're bringing out all that information and stuff. And she comes back, start talking to her and say, you know, look, here's, here's what you got. Well, she finally starts talking about how she has the SR 22 and it was suspended for that. And they were like, do you have any record that shows that you paid for that? Yeah. Do you have an email receipt or whatever Anything. you got or something? So at least, yeah, it's like, okay, give us some indication to back up your story here. Okay. And that's right. fine. Okay. Then we'll, we'll accept that. Exactly. She did have like, a yeah, receipt. I, I've done it. It's not going to get processed and hit the system till Monday because it's the weekend. But, it happens. But I, hey, by the way, I got the, the but email I did receipt. It. I did it. You know, and this is my requirement. This is why it was suspended. You know that because they put in the reason why it was suspended in the system. So you saw that it was the non-compliance for insurance. She got it taken care of. It hasn't filled yet. All right, cool. We're going to look over that. You know, just drive right. Come correct. Don't. Yeah be a dumbass and that's what he kept saying he goes no she was just a fucking dumbass yeah she was just being an idiot (laughs) yeah so this uh, blew up because of her right she could have said oh i'm sorry i I, yeah i'll I'll, yeah here's my stuff and just be just be polite you are 100 percent right sir half the time that's all it takes to just okay just take care of this drive carefully don't do it again right then you mouth off to you mouth off to a cop Right, they are they're within their rights to enforce the law as you know but, <laughs> as they are but wait they can yeah there's more God. there's actually quite a bit more stand by oh really okay. we can go beyond the normal 90 minutes for this episode if you want yeah, yeah we, we are we're gonna go a little <laughs> we bit go beyond i gotta finish gonna... this story yeah <laughs> so she goes off uh, about him being racist and stuff and he's sitting in the car with the the ticket in his hand writing up the ticket this is what it is this is what it is um you know we did find you also had possession of that but it didn't seem like he was going to write it up for anything like that you know obviously the pills were all fine everything else in the car was fine so had some shake and a roach okay they're basically looking past that until she starts flipping her shit again and then he's like <sighs> I am trying to help you. It's like what we were watching live PD and the dudes like finds the, the, the car with the guys in it. And there's like a giant blunt where he's like, guys, just stomp it out. Put right. it on the ground and st- all three of you stomp on it. And then they back into his car. Yeah. And he's like, just like, dude, the cop lottery and on. Idiots. <laughs> it's like, now I got to fucking do something about this. Cause you just backed into my fucking cruiser. <laughs> it's and- like, don't you know linger longer i was telling the story of the of the, my traffic stop where i had the driver get out so that we could chat you know candidly and away from all the friends and i was just like you know hey you hot boxed i come up and you roll down the window and i get a contact high what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i said is there any more left he goes nah man we smoked it all and i'm like two things if you smoke, I really give zero shits. Just don't do it while you're on the road. Just don't do it to where I'm going to have to do something about it. And I think that's yeah. exactly what I said. I said, do it. Do not do it while you're driving. Yeah. Because what the fuck? And if you're trying to, ex, you know, like c- 
clear out the car. We're in Florida. Roll all four windows down. Get on 95. Go one exit north and one exit south and come back to 92. And you're good. Okay. If I don't smell it, I don't give a fuck what you did. Okay. Just don't make it my problem. And I still let the guy go with a warning. Because he was nice. He came out. He talked yeah. to me. He told me. I even asked him. I said, if I search the car right now, am I going to find anything? And he goes, no, nah, man. I'm, I promise you, all four of us, we smoked it all. And I'm like, cool. Because he was yeah. Was he lying? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I they might have had a whole ounce under the damn seat for all you knew. Who knows? <laughs> they might have had a bail. <laughs> and it's fine. Because he was nice about it. He was cool about it. He seen, you know, there was no deception in his voice or anything like that. This lady pulls out the race card within 30 seconds of the officer quick reaching draw. the window, quick drawed it so yeah. fast. And as soon as you do that, you have, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. You came out being suspicious. You're trying to make it a defensive situation immediately, a hot button defensive situation immediately because you want to have it just be done and over with so he or she can't find whatever it is. You fucked up because now it's a much more necessary thing to find out more. Yeah. It's like what could have just been a simple... Ticket and a warning. T- ticket at worst, maybe just a warning. Right. Turned into, okay, now your whole fucking day has been ruined. <laughs> and your weekend's fucked. And, and now you're going to have to deal with all this shit because car you is towed. couldn't get out of your own damn way. Exactly. So, <laughs> but wait. There's they give her the ticket. They get her out of the car. She was never placed in handcuffs during that time. She was just sat down in the back of the car told what was up blah 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 given her ticket and was told to to go on you know head on here's what you need to do here's your court date mm-hmm. here's where your car is going to be you'll have to get it out of impound but you can't until you prove that you have a valid driver's license once you got that come get your car <clears throat> have a nice day don't do it again she takes the ticket and all of her stuff and leans against his car now a sergeant's there sergeant and the two officers are on scene now and he the sergeant goes to talk to her and she's on the phone and won't even acknowledge his existence he's like all right never mind she wants to play on her cell phone she wants to talk on her cell phone and uh she doesn't want to talk to me so all right whatever what you got they told him the whole situation he goes oh okay cool they gave her the stuff she's leaning on his car so that he can't drive away and she's still just chatting on her phone And they're like, ma'am, you got to get away from the car. Ma'am, step away from the car. She moves just a little bit and the car starts to pull away. And she immediately jumps back on it, trying to get her, you know, trying to get him, obviously, to run over her foot or, you know, something so that she can turn (laughs) into all one of those. So finally, the the female (laughs) officer and the sergeant go hands on to remove her from the street. Yeah. And off of the officer's car. Well, during this struggle of just trying to push her away from the car and out of the street, she turns around and punches the cop in the head. Okay. 
So she gets smushed. So you have you woke up today and you chose violence. violence. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, that <laughs> you punch the cop in the face so she gets smushed and immediately you so racist, you so racist, you so racist. You just punched me, you dumbass. <laughs> exactly. So she NYPD means I will knock your, your punk ass, ass down. <laughs> so they toss her cell phone. They put her in handcuffs the whole time she's screaming, y'all can't do this. Why are you doing this? Y'all so racist, blah, blah, blah. They get her arrested and they get her stood up. And now they're taking her back to the car. But instead, this time she's sure, going. Yeah, you get yourself a new set of jewelry, honey. She went from probable warning to Dude, felony. You're getting booked for assaulting an officer. Have felony. She went from a warning to a felony. <laughs> no felony. In two minutes flat. Well, that escalated quickly. Yes. <laughs> I'm just watching going, no, stop. Stop. Would you please, ma'am, stop. Where, where's the Chris Rock video? How to avoid getting your ass beat by yes. the cops. <laughs> yes. You literally failed at all of this. All of them. <laughs> It's like, uh, dude, no, please, wow. please stop, stop doing this. Wow, it was absolutely mind bending. It's, it's, it's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. Is that like, you? It's, you it's like... You're like, no, please, please, brakes, yes. put on the brakes, put on the brakes on your crazy. Lordy Jesus, Lordy Jesus. It was so oh, yeah, I'm glad we kept going for that. As I didn't want to, I did not want to cut that short. <laughs> no, I could have cliffhangered that in like a dick. No, we're not dicks. We are dicks, but we're not going to be dicks in that way. All I right, to finish the story. So it's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. A little extra 15 minutes for y'all, so y'all could hear the great story. Now we are heading over to the shitlord portion of this. We know it's a Sunday. Over to the clubhouse. Go into the clubhouse, and you can join by going to theporchfactor.com slash be a shitlord if you are not already a shitlord. If you are already a shitlord, just log your ass in and be ready for excellence. If you are not a shitlord, we still love you because you're here. But you can be even more loved by going to the website and signing up. And we will love you more. Alright! Drew! What the fuck? Um, do you have anything else to say to the shit lords? All right, not to the It'll shit be lords. Interesting is that we to talked about some interesting shit on this side. It's like on the other side, you know, we can talk about some other interesting shit. Yes, we we have interesting shit on its way. All right, yeah. We will see you all uh, later. I am Ron. I am Drew. And this is the Porch Factor. And we will catch y'all bitches later. Peace. 